0: Radio Reverb. I probed into its mysteries every clue, told me a different story.
1: Radio Reverb.
2: Hello and welcome to In-House the Podcast, reimagined and reformatted for Radio Reverb. My name's Will Hood and this show is essentially a collection of interviews and music with artists on the In-House Records label. These conversations were all recorded remotely over the phone at the height of the pandemic lockdown, so sometime between March 2020 and the summer of 2021. And as you're about to hear, In-House Records is the world's first prison-run record label, which means that all of the artists you'll be hearing from have spent some time in prison and would have typically have gotten involved with the record label whilst serving time. You can find this podcast out in the wild, as it were, on all of the usual streaming platforms. But over the next hour, you will be listening to an amalgamation of two podcast episodes, both of which are with artists talking about the role creativity played in helping them survive prison and transform their lives. If you want to find out more about in house records, then you should go to inhouserecords.org. But for now, the label wants all listeners to know that they recognise the severity of criminal acts and their far-reaching societal implications. Our aim is not to excuse, but to better understand the environments and challenges faced by those who find themselves in Her Majesty's prisons, through conversation and engaging dialogue. In-House Records is a community interest company working collaboratively with HMPPS to bring about the space for positive change to take place. So this month we have interviews with, so this month we have interviews and music with two in-house artists, known respectively as Sticks and Lils. Each of these men have their own story to tell about the role creativity has had and continues to have in their life, and each of them have obviously drawn great strength from the pursuit of music during difficult times. I hope you enjoy hearing what both of these men have to say, and I'll check in with you again at the other side of these two interviews. Welcome to In-House, the podcast about creativity and confinement. My name's Will Hood, and today we are talking with Styx. Now, Styx is one of the In-House originals, who was involved pretty much from the beginning when the label started in 2017 at HMP Elmley. Styx. How are you doing today? You all right? Yeah. I'm good. He now works for the label in a freelance capacity on the outside. And in this episode of In House, the podcast, we talk about lots of things, including the idea of prison being infectious, the use of music as a way to battle your demons, and creativity as a form of freedom. He's got a lot to say. He's incredibly articulate. Enjoy. My name's Sticks.
3: I'm 33 years old. I started in-house the second wave in Elmley and I've been involved since both inside and outside originated. Uh, I was there on remand.
2: How long did you do on remand?
3: I was on remand for two and a half years.
2: That is an insane amount of time. So how does that work?
3: The court will tell... You that it's literally for the logistics of court so that they can get you back and forth from court and then they either deem you a flight risk or they feel like you know like I don't know you could jeopardise a case in some sort of way do you know what I mean having to do it and being locked up for it doesn't seem that fair because at the end of the day your liberty is taken away the same as if you had been sentenced or convicted or as if you're already a
2: criminal yeah, yeah, so before your conviction, they're already holding you for, I mean, yeah. for two and a half years is crazy. And then, did you, were you then convicted after that? No. Right, okay. No. I went on three trials
3: and I was uh, found guilty. I proved my innocence and I was found guilty. I went in front of a jury of my peers, so to speak, and I was found not guilty. said you don't understand, how I've been in prison before. Like a nine-year sentence, which I did five years of.
2: Right, okay. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I've in prison at that time from 2005 to 2010, which when I was released. So I was young, I was
3: like 18, and then I come at like 23. So being in prison all of that time, do you know what I mean? I went through it, all that ups and downs like, and growing up and then kind of learning who I was, and learning like, mm-hmm. that I had choices in life, that I could make. It, it was just a choice.
2: So... Tell me, when in that two and a half years then did you meet in-house, and what difference did it make to your to your brain uh, when you were going through all of that? Uh, one of my co-defendants, one of my
1: boys, was on the first cohort of in-houses, so to speak.
2: Right. So this is right back at the beginning of the record label, and it didn't even have its name then, right? It was just a, it was a group of people making music with the idea that we should do something bigger with this.
3: Yes, 100%. I was a bit sceptical at first. Be this big record label that people are talking about. So then beating to the Jude and kind of seeing the bigger picture of it it uh, made a lot more sense to me. It didn't just seem like it was music to me. It seemed like there was a
1: bigger picture that people needed that I wanted to be of involved in
2: that makes sense okay so for people listening who don't know who Jude is Jude is the label boss right what do you I mean I suppose I want you to draw on your own experiences here but also with the understanding that these workshops have been going on in lots of other prisons what what do you think is that bigger thing you know and and why is it that music is the way to get there
3: prison, prison itself can become infectious, like, depending who you are, you can get, you, like, it, it can be very comfortable for you, so if it's comfortable for you, it doesn't really make you want to change, you know what I mean, it'll push you, it'll draw on any of your skills or your life skills that you already have, and by that I mean, like, you, we learn industrial cleaning. So that's telling me now that when I come out of prison, I need to go and become a cleaner, to become a legitimate person.
2: The word that you keep using is the word comfortable. Right, that isn't an association that most people will make with prison.
1: Yeah, you just become comfortable with it. Like. Some
3: people can be very uncomfortable prison, but that's how you make it, by the same time. I don't know how to explain the word comfortable. Like, when you're there... You're there, so then it's like mm-hmm. your cell becomes your home. So that's your home. Your wing is your home. It's like your ends. It's your the people on there. Your neighbors their friends, their family. You, know, you understand? Like dinner, lunch, breakfast is like provided for you regardless. So that's cool in it. Like you wouldn't be comfortable with that, whether the food nasty or not. Like we find ways to make it better. You know? Like now you get into a routine of like every day at the same time every day coming out doing works or doing education or you know like having gyms on certain days like, every, like getting into that routine becomes very comfortable what you do in between that with the people
1: you're you're sharing that with the good thing about prison is you know what day you start and what day you're going to come out so anything in between
3: like you just got to do it you just got to make it You gotta make it what it is, and you gotta utilize all of that time, otherwise, it's gonna be hot. You're just gonna be sitting in that cell, do you know what I mean?
1: Constantly thinking, constantly questioning, battling
3: with what demons you've got. Yeah. That's
2: that's like you're gonna do that anyway, regardless, in prison, but to do that every day, that's that's, just madness, man. Yeah. So, I mean, you've hit the nail on the head there, really, of where I want to go with, you know, what what specifically can music do for you? I mean, you talk there about people facing their own demons. I mean, I think anybody that spends too much time on their own or in a confined space, uh, you know, is going to start challenging themselves in ways that perhaps they're not all that comfortable with but music's quite unique right uh, allowing you to do something with that w- would you agree with that?
3: Yeah like music definitely and not just music any kind of creative form do you know what I mean whether that like, you know some people I know some people they just write they just write write poems they write stories or they just write stuff other guys that draw do you know what I mean That are artists and then you know I mean? They're drawing all the pictures for everyone on, on the wings and send home to their kids or whatever. So creativity is like a form of freedom. You know what I mean? There's nobody telling you what you can and cannot do when it comes to being creative. You know what I mean? Whatever you feel makes you happy or is going to make somebody happy, it's just it at the end of the day. So it's just like in a confined space. That like music is... It takes you outside of the walls for a minute. Even though you're in them in them four walls or in that cell, so it takes you outside of it. You walk through like, you know, your corridors like as an officer, you're just gonna hear music coming out of every window. And it's loud. And that's gonna be like morning, night, lunchtime, all
1: day. Like, imagine if we didn't have that in jail. Like, this is how deep it is. You go to the block, they still give you a radio. <laughs> Do I read? If you go to segregation unit, yeah, the block, the sick, whatever they call it in certain other places, like you go down there and you've got nothing
3: in there, like you've got no TV, you're a punishment. That means you ain't seeing nobody. You only come out yourself to make a phone call, which is that every two days, and a shower, which is probably the same. But they will still give you a radio. Why? Because they know, like, like if you have music, you could kind of go mad. Right. If we didn't
2: have music in the world, I, I think we'd be a lot worse than what we are. I think we'd all be mad. <laughs> I think we'd be certainly madder than we are. Yeah, for sure. That's crazy that in solitary, that they give yeah, you a they, radio. Yeah, they give
3: you a radio there, so... It's just, you know, like, when you're laying there and you're listening to things, it allows your brain to just imagine, dream...
2: I mean, some of those workshops, and I'm talking to HMP Lewis now, that I've been present at and that I've been kind of facilitating, and I'm imagining that you've had similar experiences, right? That there's a group of different guys who don't necessarily know each other that start off a little bit spiky you know and they've all got baggage I mean we've all got baggage we're all dragging it into the room with us but then you know 20 minutes into actually when you've got some kind of groove going on and you know and it's working and you're actually making you know what you would consider to be good music it's transformative, right? I mean, you you literally see people's spines straighten, their mood change, that dark cloud, you know, disappear from their uh, their brain, even if it's just for twenty minutes, right? Yeah, of course. Like you get to be part of you get to be part of something, I suppose. Do you know what I mean?
3: Like I don't know how it was in Lewis, but in Elmsley, that like, we had something to work towards. So we had like a we had a performance to work towards, and we had our family and friends that were allowed to come in and watch that performance. Do
2: you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Being part of that and working towards that and
3: then kind of seeing, like for me, seeing certain of the guys, family members kind of just, you know, like proud of their, you know, proud of their family member that they're watching be part of this performance whether they're playing an instrument or they're singing song or rapping or whatever, they're
2: proud of it. See that, that that's something significant, isn't it? To perform in front of your people. Do you know
3: what I mean? That people's would cry Because they're that proud of what they've just seen their son do.
2: Right, so this is mums coming into prison and seeing their their child or you know, who may be a grown man but performing
3: you know what I mean and they're crying and that could be, and that's not just like the mum that could be somebody's partner as well and they're just crying like like, there's people that are proud like they're clapping they're jumping up singing as well like being part of it like people are bringing in their kids as well to see them do something do you know what I mean like not not just sit on that on that chair with with a coke and and a Mars bar in front of you and you know With a hundred other people around you in the same room, that's it was a different, it's a different type of visit, isn't it? It's a visit with where you get to you get to kind of show people what you've been doing or what what you have to offer.
2: The striking thing for me is that so many of the songs that people are performing, whether that be you know actually sang or whether that be um, spoken word or rapped or whatever. It's like it's a lot of it's quite autobiographical, right? So it will be talking about family situations, maybe, or talking about how they ended up inside, you know. So that seems to be make it extra poignant.
3: Yeah, it definitely does because obviously we know the restrictions that they that they have inside in terms of glorifying, glamorizing crime or you know criminal activities etc like the government is going to allow it neither is HM whatever it's called
2: you mean, you mean the lyrical content of the music
3: lyrical content of the music so obviously everyone has to be very creative in that sense but still kind of get their story across and still not it's not vulgar it's not do you know what I mean it's very creative being able to do that like the lyrics and so a lot of it is obviously just talking about ourselves what else we're going to talk about those and you know our, our problems or our issues or you know things we've done or things we
2: want to do or do you know what I mean so I'm curious did your family come in to see you during these performances yeah no,
3: I had friends come in see me. I had a few
2: friends come in. ok but but not your not your mum or your siblings no 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 no, no.
3: unfortunately my mum passed away like quite a while ago but I'm one
2: of my siblings. Okay. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, sorry. So, if um, if you were able to have a chat with the 18-year-old sticks, what would you talk to him about? I mean, whether that's music or life stuff or or whatever.
3: <sighs> you know, it is uh, I don't like that question because me and like where I'm at in my mind and whatever and just spiritually cetera, Whatever whatever I don't want to say it like what I believe
1: that like, and even all of that stuff when you check it I wouldn't go back and say nothing to myself and
3: that's just me being honest
2: okay that's a valid that's, answer though
3: like that's i that be so honest i stay away from myself I won't go anywhere and i just let me do what I was doing that's the beauty of life Life's about the journey and it's just about what you do, in that. So Whatever my eighteen-year-old self was doing, I believe I was meant to be doing to get me to where I am now. So I won't go and change nothing. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't say to him anything. I would just let him do what he's doing. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm ashamed of certain stuff I've done. I'm not gonna say I'm not. I'm not. Like I'm, like I'm unrepentant. Like I repent. I've sinned, I've done things, I've wronged, up, whatever, in the past, past, and whatever life I was living. But I believe, like, I believe it was written, if that makes sense. Like, I'm a God fearing person, so I believe that was written, I believe it's meant to happen. I believe everything, you know, you, like, it's a cliche to say, but everything happens for a reason. But that reason will be revealed, if that makes sense. And why reason? Like is coming. I believe
2: it's coming. So tell me about the uh, the future for sticks then. Um well I'm always gonna be creating in it. I like, am a creative man. That's that's me. That's what I was I believe really, i put on this earth to do to create really design to just give people give people that good stuff, so I'm always going to be
3: involved in music, whether that's recording, as an artist, and I can always do that, never give it up, started my own company, which is called Concreate, which is like a creative agency, obviously I'm the sole person at the moment, but the idea is that, it's kind of like an agency now that can create content for brands and for marketing and, yeah, a group of creators that are not but it's not about that, it's about work, it's about what we produce. So, I mean, I have a few clients, but it all kind of just ties into what I do. It's just all, always been in me to do stuff like this, do you know what I mean? Why not make it my bread and butter?
2: You're saying you are a creative, it's what you've been put on earth to do. You know, you've always done stuff like this. I, I really... Empathize with that. You know, I feel the same. It's like I have to, I have to be making stuff. I have to be working on these little projects, you know, all big projects. But I'm just wondering for that argument that you sometimes hear on the outside um about projects like in-house, right? Which is essentially uh people that are in prison shouldn't be having music workshops, they shouldn't be having um music lessons or having fun with musical instruments. You know, they're not there for that. Um, what, what? What's your thoughts about that? What, what would your answer be to somebody holding that opinion? How can you be saying that? Like, all right, cool, I get it. You're meant
1: to be in prison to be punished, but the punishment alone is prison that I've lost. I've lost my liberty.
3: Yeah, that is it. So what other punishment... Am I meant to get now what not a better life? I'm meant to be punished by now not being able to educate myself. I want to educate myself. Like you talk about rehabilitation. I hate the word rehabilitation because it's not about rehabilitation, it's just about repurposing in it. Like that's it. Like everybody has skills in life. They've just not been purposed in the right way. Let's just transfer them. My skills, if I am X, Y, and Z are not going to change if you just make me sit in a cell and do Cool. I'm going to sit there and make sure that my skills in X, Y, and
1: Z get better so I don't end up back in prison. Add to that, I'm learning from other criminals that are around me that are feeling exactly
3: the same. There's no inspiration in that place. Then it's there. There's no positive vibes in there. It's just... It's just dark, it's just dead. And you're just sending people there to die, and sending people there just to come back to prison and just repeat life. Like, no, that is the business of prison, that we all know it to be. But if you want a better life for people outside of prison and you want to have less, like we say in house, less victims of crime, you know, better communities and for communities and shit like that, then you need to give people stuff to do. You need to show them another easy way. So, for people that are saying people in prison shouldn't do anything, we're going there to better ourselves or develop more schools, or we're going there to help other people. There's some people that go in house just to help other people. They don't even go there for themselves. How about that?
2: So, all you got sitting at home, sitting there talking about how you shouldn't do this and shouldn't do that, we come up with a better idea that what we should do that's going to make safer communities and people less victims of crime because you ain't giving us no other option. You're just telling us nah, no, fuck it, don't do nothing. So alright, cool, you're gonna get the same fucking results. Excuse my language. Really, really good to talk to you. Uh good luck with um absolutely everything and uh we'll catch up again soon, I hope. Yeah. Alright. Thanks, Dix. That's it. All right. Take it easy. Bye. To find out more about the world's only prison-run record label, go to inhouserecords.org. That's all one word, inhouserecords.org. And if you'd like to hear more of these interviews, please hit subscribe if you can on whatever platform you use for podcasts. The In-House Podcast is an APA production for In-House Records. Radio <laughs> Reverb. 97.2. Radio, Radio Reverb. Reverb. Welcome to In House, the podcast about creativity and confinement. Hi, mate. Lils, how are you doing? Are you? Yeah, man, I'm good. My name's Will Hood, and today we are talking to Lils. At the time of recording this, Lils had just got out of prison one month earlier, after serving a 15 year sentence. Now 37 years old, Lils takes creative inspiration from the world of fashion and has been designing clothes for the in house record label. We talk about how the world has changed over the last 15 years, what it means to find and focus on your passion, as well as his hopes for being able to give something back to the world now that he has his liberty. So let's start off by, um, perhaps give me a little bit of context. So did you say you got out about a month ago?
0: Yeah, so I got out on the 14th of January. I was, yeah, as soon as I came out, I was basically into into the lockdown, so it didn't really feel like you was you was released didn't it when you're coming out of being in a situation like that straight into the same kind of situation but it's um, it's, it's been able to allow me to adjust a bit slower than normal okay like would, which is a good thing
2: yeah yeah so what the pace of life you feel is a little bit slower than it might have been if uh, this wasn't going on
0: yeah definitely Definitely. So I me to just like take my time with adjusting to being out again.
2: Okay. So um how long was your sentence in the
0: end? Um so I got sentenced to fifteen years. I did just under the fifteen, so like two months shy of the fifteen years.
2: Wow. That's a very long yeah. time. And and how old
0: are you? I'm thirty seven now. Okay. I was uh twenty one when I came away.
2: Okay. Wow. That that is a, a large amount of time. So it's going to take yeah. some some getting used to. I suppose being out of that what routine and um, and that reality.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely, it's um, it's something that it's when you go in, it's a big change and a shock to your system. And after doing such a long time, it makes it another big shock and change to the system because nothing's how you left it, so you're now coming out to a whole different way of doing things, Technologies changed, things have involved, buildings have gone up that weren't there, so you have to adjust your mindset to the new the new normal, as the saying going at the moment.
2: So I mean that's interesting, you mentioned technology there, so like 15 years ago, um, I guess there's no real Facebook going on. There's no Twitter. I mean, um, that no. was 2007, no. I think, isn't it? The first smartphones, 2007. So, but but tell me, what what is the big? What what do you notice that's really different in how people have behaved?
0: Well, that's it. I think it is technology is probably is the main thing that you would notice in the sense of no one talks and no one in the street if you know what I mean so everyone's just heads down in their phones even like dating or meeting someone for the first time you're gonna meet them on an app on your phone before you'd rather stop them in the street and talk to them like we used to or like how I would have back in the day yeah so those kind of situations are quite mind boggling because you just think it's not like there's no interaction with people unless it's through your phone or unless it's through some form of app or media, social media platform.
2: It is crazy quite how much we're all saturated with that, right? I mean, and it must be mad getting out of prison and then just seeing the way it's changed people's behaviour. I mean, um, sometimes I kind of snap into reality. I'll get on a bus or a train or whatever, and as you just described, there'll be a whole carriage of people all just looking at the the brick in their in their hands
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's a it's a like before we i came away they, like you said there's no smartphones
2: I'm aware there's this slightly um odd relationship with prisons and phones in there, in the sense that you're not supposed to have them, but quite a few people do. And you're not supposed to have that kind of, I guess, internet access with the outside world.
1: Yeah.
0: The the issue with with that is no one wants to kinda of be left behind in the facts of what's happening on the outside world. They wanna stay connected with their families, they wanna stay connected with their friends, they wanna stay connected with society and what what the latest news is. With them not allowing people to have phones and things like that in there to them it's like well you're here as a punishment you're not here to be part of society when on the other hand they try to em- embrace you to have family ties and to maintain family ties with your family but they don't want to be part of society so it's like a catch 22 it's not about just having something because we're not allowed to have it it's about still being part of something that is
1: normal
2: yeah 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 it, it's fascinating that isn't it I mean in my my brief experience of the prison environment, you know, as as a visitor doing these workshops, it seems to me that there's lots of contradictions like that in prison, right? Where yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: they're saying uh, one thing is a positive, yet they're kind of preventing it at the same time. They're preventing it from happening.
0: Yeah, so say for example, if you run out of credit on the prison phone, then you have no way of contacting your family until the following week when you put more credit on your phone. You have to like now either wait or you're going to go against their, their rules and their situations to maintain and do what you have to do.
2: Yeah. So with your situation and with family, who was it on the outside? Um, who were the, the ties that it was important for you to keep in
0: contact with? My parents, my brothers, my my sisters um, were there from the very beginning and they stayed and maintained it all the way through. So family was a big support to me. After a certain while, though, you do tend to have to put your head in the game, if you know what I mean. You have to take yourself, kind of detach yourself away from outside and get through it because if you keep on thinking, about the outside when you're doing such a long sentence, it can consume you and it, you, you feel like you're not moving. Everyone else outside is living and carrying on, but you're still kind of dreaming about the outside when technically this is this is your world for the, for the foreseeable. So you just have to put your head here, get it done. And then like we're doing now, adjust again once
1: you step out.
2: Talk to me a little bit about in-house. What difference did they make to your time inside?
0: I I ended up in in-house uh, yeah, technically by chance. Zee and myself uh, have known each other for a long time, so.
2: So this is Carl, isn't it? Uh, who's yeah. who's a great character. We interviewed him for the podcast. I believe he is uh, episode eleven.
0: So. I just went to find him, basically. I went to look for him to um, to talk to him about something, and he was in in the in house studio, which was inside the prison that they had at the time. So I ended up going in there, just sitting there, watching them like do what they do, and then um, I just asked if like asked him if there's anything I can do in this. Like obviously, he knows that I don't play music, I don't sing, I don't rap. I just asked him, is there anything that I can do? I said, look, if you lot need t-shirts, you lot need jumpers or anything with in-house merchandise, I can make that happen. And uh, we started come up with little concepts and little ideas of, like, when we go, when the guys went to shows, I would make their t-shirts for them that had in-house across the front, their names on the back. So people in the audience could see. And then we we started coming up with the concept of actually making merchandise for in-house. So when we did shows, we was going to make t-shirts, jumpers, cups, and for the public to to purchase.
2: In prison, was there any avenues to explore that you could get better at that and that you could develop your skills with that? In
1: 2007,
0: they... Ships me to the Isle of Wight. Which if you know. Where the Isle of Wight is. You have to actually catch a, a boat. Across the water there. Once I went across the here, That kind of. Hit home that. This is where I am. I'm not. Like I'm in prison My family's not just on the road. It's like. A day's trip for anyone to come see you. Or visit you. That was at the point where. I've actually said to myself. I have to just put my head in prison and kind of forget about the outside. Once that happened, I started like picking up a pencil and paper and just started sketching. Just not clothing, but just sketching like designs or like, um, logos for people or doing like portraits for people. After 2010, I went to Swellside Prison and I think that is where things really kind of took off in terms of the clothing. Yeah, so i got A-levels in um, art, business and IT.
2: Okay, amazing.
0: <laughs> um, all on the basis of learning the industry. So that really drummed home to me about this is what I want to do.
2: So, I mean, one of the um, issues or one of the subjects which comes up a lot in these interviews is... Um distinguishing between this definition of punishment and rehabilitation. Yeah. Now, what you're describing there, and I, I, I put all of the, the credit to you, as I say, and your, your focus, but you're describing something which sounds very much like rehabilitation, right? I mean, I just wonder what you feel about those two terms, uh, punishment and rehabilitation, and, and what you feel characterise your 15 years?
0: My thing is this, you, you can't rehabilitate unless you choose to. Do you know what I mean? So no one can tell you you have to think like this or you have to be like this kind of way. You are who you are. So the only person that can ever change you or make you somebody else is yourself. The punishment is is there in black and white. The punishment is you're no longer in your normal circumstances. You can't just do things when you used to do them. That's your punishment. Do you know what I mean? But what you take out of being in that punishment is your rehab. Allow yourself to say, okay, well, what I was doing out there is no longer working for me. I've come to prison. I need to change my way of doing things. It's like, you have to learn how to walk away. And that's something that, if you you had said that uh, 15 years ago, someone would have been like, I'm not walking away, I will never walk away from anything, but you have to. Do you know what I mean? There's an end goal that you have to to strive to and fight to.
2: You mentioned then, I guess, describing yourself at, at the age of 22, that you wouldn't have backed down from anything and yeah. I, i'd imagine there's probably lots of 22 year old men feel that way right that they're not gonna back down from something um you know yeah. and i uh, haven't done time in prison but i certainly remember feeling that kind of um like male pride you know and I still feel yeah. it now to a certain extent, but like it's it's full on when you're in your early 20s, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah, for, if, and it's
0: not just um, sorry, not, you wouldn't just say it's just prayer, it's pride, it's uh, it's, you've got prayer pressure as well, and then you've got
2: that. yeah, 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 for sure. You've got to demonstrate to your people, haven't you, that that you're not gonna back down,
0: that you're not soft, That you, that you ain't. You ain't a chicken that you, you can handle whatever's thrown at you do you know what i mean so it is a situation where even in your gut even if in your gut that you made them feel like it's the right thing to do sometimes it's not about what you well back then it wasn't about what you felt it was more about what how you come across or how you're gonna be perceived yeah. you know what i mean going forward
2: if you were able to have a conversation with the twenty-two-year-old you now, yeah, what would you uh, what would you talk to him about? You know, and, and whether that is in a scenario where you're about to start your sentence, or or, or just general lifestyle.
0: Yeah, well, hundred percent, I would tell them to find something that they want to do with themselves, no matter what they the situation that they're in or the um the way they grew up because the funny thing is not everybody grew up in a bad situation that's going to jail for a crime some people do have good lives like they do have a good family background or good family unit but them as an individual made a decision and that decision is what's put them where they are but I would say this is find something, no matter what it is that you are good at or something that you are interested in, and pursue it to the end. Like find every find every piece of information about it that interests you, so that you know every corner of that interest, and hold on to that and pursue that. You honestly like, that means whether it's music, football. Ever building a house, if that's what your passion is, deep down inside when you're in your home by yourself without the pressure of your friends or family, and you're thinking about uh I wanna I wanna play football or I wanna rap or I wanna sing, you gotta fight and hold on to that passion because I'm telling you, that's the only thing that will that's yours. That is yours. That's the only no one can take that passion or all that understanding of what you feel when you do that away from you other than you
1: and just you have to just keep holding on to that as
2: far as addressing or encouraging that positive behavior change you know helping people get their head sorted helping people find their passion however you want to describe it what do you think prisons do well and what do you think they do badly?
0: Not only down is it to the individual as the prisoner, it's down to the individual as a as a prison officer. So you can go in there and you're gonna have ten officers that really don't give a shit about you or what you who you are what you can do that's positive but then you got the officers that actually like I had an officer in the jail that I just left that encouraged me that helped me to to put in place the things I, I needed to do like she got me an embroidery machine which helped us to make the clothes for in house and, and things like that
2: did you request that? You requested an embroidery machine.
0: Yeah. So basically, the number one governor at the time saw me wearing one of my own hats that I had designed and got made outside. Um, he asked me about it. He got. He told me to go and speak to this lady. She then turned around and said that she's been wanting to kind of set up some form of sewing shop, and and then from that we just created a whole workshop just off the back of having a, that conversation. So. From that, what I could bring to in-house was more of a creative designing kind of side of things. I could design logos. I can design in-house t shirt with their, with their names on them. So what we was able to achieve through the encouragement of certain officers that saw our, our talents and encouraged us to use our talents, that gave us that drive that they said that right, we're doing the right things we're in the right place, we're in the right stages of our life because we're giving, technically we're giving something back now. Do you know what I mean? Without feeling about committing a crime or feeling like how am I going to cope outside because you've got something to allow you to cope outside now.
1: So
2: the interesting phrase to me there is that you talk about giving something back. And so do you mean by that that you're creating these clothes which you're then... Um, are going into the outside world and people are wearing them they're getting some use out of your um, industry your your labour your creative ideas
0: yeah yeah because at the end of the day no one knows like they don't know me they don't know us they will know what you want them to know and we are at the stage now where it doesn't matter how they perceive because you, you know what you've come from and now, what you're trying to give back? Do you know what I mean? I'm trying to. I'm not trying to rely on on, on the government for handouts. I'm not trying to be something that I'm not. I'm just trying to now. I figured out who I am as a person. I figured out what I want to achieve in life. And now I want the world to see who I am at this stage of my life, or who I am now.
2: Amazing, man. That's that's really good. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Lil's, you're a legend. I, I really enjoy talking to you. Um,
0: you too, Will, man. Thank you.
2: Yeah, thanks for your time. Thanks for the opportunity. Oh, yeah, my, my pleasure.
0: All right. Thanks a lot, Will.
2: Cheers, man. You have a good bye. day. You too. All right.
1: Bye. Take care. Bye.
2: To find out more about the world's only prison-run record label, go to inhouserecords.org. That's all one word, inhouserecords.org. And if you'd like to hear more of these interviews, please hit subscribe if you can on whatever platform you use for podcasts. The In-House Podcast is an APA production for In-House Records.
1: Radio Reverb.
4: Radio Reverb.
2: I'm going to play out the show now with a collection of tunes from the In-House Records label. And uh, hopefully we shall see each other again next month. So enjoy, stay safe, and I'll be back soon. Bye for now.
5: No matter what they do no us, swear Shit. coming through.
6: Gone forever, nah. Figures thought I'd be weathered, nah. Peter Pan forever. Frequency so high you can't measure. Shit, I do this at my leisure. P's and Q's, you're welcome, my pleasure. Take a walk in my shoes, never, never. Land is what we measure. Before the foundation set, get the picture. Stack what every day I endeavor. Till I take my last breath, which is never. Like I said, I am forever. Love to my lost boys in the slammer. Bobby Lee, yeah, I love the glitz and the glamour. The universe, the limit, baby Jay. Tell them, mama.
5: No matter what they do to us, we're coming through. Frequency so high, we're blowing through the roof. They can't hold us down, we ain't making moves. We're gonna get this paper, gonna get that loose. Jay, they
6: say we shine too much. Figure, see us doing good, I'm be Pipe Up. Lights too much, they can't dance aside, so I don't care much. I step up on the stage and I do my stuff. Gallum more pre-me, gallum more touch, figures wall be me. But try act up with an eye-back. Hard shit with platinum cups, been in them trenches, living life rough. Now I'm living my best life. This life I love. If the lights too bright, put your shades on, cut a strong, climb to the top, beat my chest like King Kong, See roots, disappeared but never gone, See roots, either beat, it's nothing below. always on the winning
5: team, making a hit song, so we said, no matter what they do
2: your
7: no way no more she wanna go everywhere I go can stay go go she wanna roll everywhere. I walk can't make no time for her, but I don't even have no time for myself. So I say no way, no more, more. Key face, brown eyes, dressing to your heads turn every time she walks through the door. I give her this. Now she wants some more. She can't get enough. She needs another draw. I could be your judge, baby You better fuck, got drunk, fell in love, baby You wanna chill, you wanna find I ain't got time Cause I'm on the ground tryna get up, baby No way, no more She wanna roll everywhere I go Can't stay, go, go She wanna roll everywhere I go Can't make no time for her But I don't even have no time for myself So I say no way, no more, more your chocolate darling. She don't want other man. She wanna be with me. She knows I'm a trap boy, getting money every week. The grand don't stop, I only have two hours to sleep. Ringing, linging, ling. The money's calling. Yeah, she moving like fast. Ask her, where have I been? I'm on the roads, baby, I'm trying to get in. I'm on the roads, baby, I'm trying to get in. No way, no more. She wanna roll everywhere I go. Can't stay, go, go. She wanna roll everywhere, I go to call me, no time for her But I don't even have no time for myself So I say no way, no more, more
1: Video reverb. Ninety-seven one two.
4: See you.
6: again East still went slew them bloodline check i'm trying to be the black james bond yeah with all the gadgets go go get though ever lavish live life on the edge never panic familiar uh, all savage all potential mandatories Better panic, black cat from the wick to the groms to the stick. Yeah, better panic. Here comes the slew. Better panic, hey, it's sea roots. Better panic huh. and see oops to do damage. Lick bare blots, move up the cabbage. Cut through paper just like a ratchet. Catch it and stack it and buy the next packet. Aspirations to buy the Maserati with the ass in the country to back it. Next up, by the supermarket. Panic, 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 panic. Hey, guess who's back? Panic, 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 panic. It's Sea Roots on the track. Hey, panic, 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 panic. Hey, guess who's back? Panic, 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 panic. Out. This is a slew yeah. As my sums grow larger I move past ya. Anything you can do I can do faster I'll have the daters on the knees Saying monster Whip your backs You lick a row ya Born a royalty A different class. Yeah, oh boy, with a dream come to pass I will bless all the real after my daughter. And where were all you fakes when it was darker? Don't let me see your hand out, I'll dark ya. And if you took a liberty, I'll sky ya. My words cut through the beat and get sharper. I'm off the charter, Ed Top Barker. Back on the street again, climb to the top, Peter Parker. Been through L soldiers, standing on the last star, yeah. I'm the last star. I'm coming back for everything to say ta Panic, 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 panic. Hey, guess who's back? Panic, 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 panic. Uh, it's C Roots on the track, Hey, Panic, 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 panic. Hey, guess who's back? Panic, 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 panic. Yo, this is a slew them track. Panic, 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 panic. Hey, guess who's back? Panic, 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 huh. It's It's Roots on the track. Hey, panic, 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 panic. Hey, guess who's back? Panic, 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 panic,
3: panic, 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 panic. Radio Reverb. Making music night and day.
1: FM. Go down a rabbit hole.